Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Real Estate Matters. In its 10th year as the voice of real estate in Flagler County in Palm Coast, Florida. I'm Toby Tobin from GoToby.com. I'm a Florida licensed commercial realtor with Grand Living Commercial Realty. This show is sponsored weekly by the Flagler County Home Builders Association, by Klein Construction, and by American Village. Uh, it's a 55 gated community, and I qualify, so I live there. Got Walker Douglas here. Hello, Toby Tobin. Hello, co-host Walkman. Uh, and a return guest from last week, Shelley Edmondson. Hi, thanks for having me. Glad to have you back. Uh, you had so much fun last week. Oh, it was a blast. <laughs> I know you're after my job, Shelley. That's right. Coming for you. <laughs> Shelley's uh, with the Flagler County Tax Collector's Office, and she's the operations manager there. And last week we... we talked about tax matters, tax deed certificates, what happens if you don't pay your your property taxes. You may end up losing your house someday after a while. So that was last week's topic. This week's topic, something different but also handled by the tax office, and that's the what we call the bed tax, which is a charge levy put on short-term vacation rentals. Uh, But before we get into that, I'm going to just give you a few numbers. It's not very exciting because the sales numbers, homes for sale, 835. I think that's maybe six more than last week. 386 under contract, that's 10 more than last week. 87 single-family permits have already been issued by the city of Palm Coast. That's 17 and a half days worth. Homes sold so far this month, single-family homes through MLS, 116, with a median price of $363,750. For the last uh, seven months, we've been floating between uh, $355,000 and $375,000. So just kind of up and down within that range. That seems like that's the new range. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. I I think that can be arranged. Nice. But let's skip on to uh, Shelley's topic because she's more exciting than I am. <laughs> what is Shelley? What is a short-term vacation rental? Because I've I've always said that real estate laws and regulations, things like topics you hear about on this show, are very state-specific. Florida seems to do everything differently than anybody else, and so you're. You're almost a foreign national if you come here from Georgia. (laughs) Well, welcome to the Sunshine State. So a short-term rental is uh, essentially a hotel, right? So traditionally, uh, you would stay at a hotel. Obviously, these days, we all know something about Airbnbs and uh, VRBOs, that type of thing. But a short-term rental is essentially anything, any, any dwelling uh, apartment, hotel, motel, <clears throat> anything that it can be rented less than six months in a day without a bona fide lease. That constitutes a short-term rental. So if you, if you rent something for six months and then move out at the end of the six-month period, 
that's still a short-term rental because you didn't stay that extra day. Correct. Or And you must have a lease. It, you have to have a bona fide lease. Those two go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you rented six months in a day but no lease, it's not bona fide, then you still owe tourist tax. What if oh, you have really? a month-to-month lease? That is not – That is short-term well, rental? Depends on what it's attached to, right? So sometimes you buy a house and it's sure. contingent, like you know, I stay here until my new house is built kind of thing. So um, that gets into the – that muddies the waters a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so we won't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but simply put, I mean, it's, it's essentially a hotel, mm-hmm. a type of mm-hmm. a hotel stay. Mm-hmm. It's transient overnight stay. Correct. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of that in Florida, and we have a lot more since the Great Recession because uh, it really became, I mean, short-term rentals have been around forever, but they've always been under the radar. And during the Great Recession, a lot of people were losing their homes because they, they just couldn't keep up with the mortgage payment. So standards got relaxed a lot, and people were allowed to rent out a room or rent out their home or rent out their vacation home full-time, but to different people each week or different people each month. And then what happened is, uh, especially, kind of, I think the epicenter was the hammock, the Cinnamon Beach area, Ocean Hammock, where investors smelling a great opportunity started building multi-bedroom homes for the sole purpose of renting them out for a weekend or a week or two weeks or a month. And uh, I know there was one home that I saw a building permit for that had 11 bedrooms. And it's pretty hard to rationalize how you can call that a single-family residential home. And not everybody that comes and stays in short-term rentals is as um, polite that's correct. As the people who live there, they have no vested interest in that. I'm sure my county attorney community. would love part of this conversation. That's when the county got involved with the regulatory type stuff mm-hmm. yes. on those big homes, I think. So there were people raising issues about people staying in the larger homes, being noisy. And right. That's what incentivized that. The, mm-hmm. the big loud parties, these 11 uh, bedroom homes, people were renting out and doing music videos and adult videos and yeah, they were doing all kinds of stuff um, and bringing large crowds, Hmm. a lot of trash, noisy. Um, And so the neighbors that actually own homes in there and live there, I think took issue with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and rightfully so. So local governments started passing regulations prohibiting that kind of behavior, but the barn door was open. Right. You know, the 11 room bedroom home was already there. <laughs> right. And you can't say, well, you have to take that down. And you have property rights. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's one of these intractable issues that w- whichever side of the issue you take, you, you're right a lot of the time. Right. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> that is a great point. Well, because an 11 bedroom house is the far end of the spectrum. Like that is an extreme and because right. and because it's so wild, that's the thing that you hear about. You don't hear about 
you know, the first time home buyer, married couple who needs a supplemental income because they you know, are living paycheck to paycheck trying to cover a right. 7% mortgage. And we have that. Yeah. We, our, our tourist tax account, we have over 1,400 of them, and those are individual property accounts um, ranging anywhere from the single mom just trying to make ends meet to the 10-plus bedroom home. Yeah. And all the hotels. Oh, about that. We've got exciting news. We've got a new hotel being built for the first time in over, I don't know, something like 10 or 15 years. Taking his rightful place back to where it (laughs) once was. Yeah, I think the Hilton Garden Inn was the last hotel. That's correct. And what was that in 20? 15 years ago or something. It was quite a while ago. Yeah. So that's that's good news. And it's good news for Flagler Beach. They could use some commercial, more commercial component to their property tax base. But anyway, what happened is uh, the lobby for the short-term vacation rental folks is pretty strong, and they got to our our representatives in Tallahassee and lobbied, and in, uh, I think it was 2011, they passed statewide legislation that basically preempted control of short-term rentals to Tallahassee. And at this point... Um, you know, it just it really busted wide open, and it was like the Wild West, particularly in the hammock, and that, again, was the epicenter. Because of the hammock actually drove uh, the argument to Tallahassee and said, you know, this isn't right. We've got to change this. And so the, after a couple, I think it was maybe 2015, I would guess the legislature reversed partially the prior legislation. So some things can be controlled locally and some things are still preempted by the state. But every year since then, the short-term rental lobby has been there and and both the House and the Senate have each advanced bills every year religiously to get back to total preemption to Tallahassee. And my feeling is that eventually they will prevail. Um, right there, and there's there's talk in our industry, right in in the tourist tax collection, the tourism industry that that is a thing. The exciting news for our office is we're not compliance. So, um, if you are running your home illegally, that's between you and code enforcement. Mm-hmm. But I assure you that if you're charging rent. You're responsible for the tourist tax, and that's where we come in. We are enforcement for the tax, but not necessarily for the compliance of code enforcement. Well, one of the things that makes legislation ordinances sticky on the matter of short-term vacation rentals is that that uh, you know you both mentioned the complaints, the noise, the parking, the trash. Uh, those are are not typical building code kind of issues. We already have an ordinance on noise. We already have an ordinance on trash. And and most associations have uh, parking ordinances. Well, City of Palm Coast has parking ordinances. And so it's it's really, it's a a non-enforcement of existing ordinances that is the biggest problem. Well, you and I have spoken earlier about this, you know, each jurisdiction has their own set of rules. Uh, the hammock is unincorporated Flagler County versus if you were to go to Flagler Beach, they have their own 
jurisdiction whether you can rent or not. Um, yeah, they passed they passed their rental ordinance before before the state preempted in 2011. So they right. were grandfathered, but their ordinance has districts. I mean, you, you had to apply by a certain deadline date, and if you didn't, you lost it. I mean, you right, and and it's a, it's forever, right. However, if you own a home in Flagler Beach mm-hmm. and you're renting and you're not in one of those jurisdictions, contact me. You have to still pay your pay the tourist tax. The good news is it's the fun tax, it's the pass-through tax. The the homeowner is not res- they're ultimately responsible, but it's not coming out of their pocket. The charge is to whoever's renting. That's who actually ultimately pays the tax. And passes it through the owner and to the county. So, what would that is that just rated on? Like, is is that a flat fee? Um, it's a percentage, and it's uh, in Flagler County. Our tourist tax rate is five percent. Okay. So, if you were to stay somewhere for a hundred dollars a night, mm-hmm. um, you don't really. If you know, they say your rate is a hundred dollars a night. It's not really a hundred dollars. We know when we get there, we have to pay the tax. So, we pay the hundred dollars for the night. Plus five percent to Flagler County, and seven percent to the state. Nothing's ever what it seems. So really, right? So yeah. really, that hundred dollars a night in Flagler County is a hundred and twelve dollars a night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to get through this topic uh, if we can, but I don't think we're going to be able to make it <laughs> uh, right now. We have to take a quick break. We'll keep it quick. Don't go away, folks. We'll be right back. I can say is that this episode, a part of your show, started out with a fake news story <laughs> by the fire chief. Free for all Friday, where local newsmakers talk it out. People pretty much made up their minds about vaccines by now. We're crossing our fingers that everything holds up so we can give our folks some raises. Hi, I'm David Ayers. Join me and Brian McMillan every Friday morning following the news at 9 on WNCF and worldwide on the Flagler Radio mobile app. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for staying with us. This is the second half of Real Estate Matters, brought to you every week by the Flagler County Home Builders Association, My Home American Village, and by Klein Construction. Uh, I've got my co-host, Walker Douglas, here, and returning from last week, Shelly Edmondson, who's the operations manager for the Flagler County Tax Collector's Office, and we're talking about the bed tax, the tourism tax, and... We've spent the first half of the show pretty much talking about what it is. Uh, we haven't talked about why it is yet and how it's collected and who's responsible for collecting. And I want to get to particularly what happens if you don't pay it, if you don't collect it. Because kind of like sales tax, you know, if you're doing business with a friend and you pay cash, they'll say, oh, forget about the sales tax. Because they're forgetting about reporting the cash anyway. And uh, I, I know that, that there are people who rent out rooms, rent out their homes without actually going through the official channels. So how many, uh, you mentioned... Are you willing to name names? No, let's, let's, <laughs> all names are redacted. 
Uh, <laughs> got any war stories? Oh, goodness. Um, probably the one that sticks out the most is we do have a third party. So we're constantly scouring the internet, right? We're watching to see who's running and, and, and they get creative. They take their ads up, they take them down, they take them up. They t- really? Yeah, right. So they, they try to hide um, and say, well, I, I'm not running. See, my ad's taken down. And then at night it goes up when people are actually searching. Whoa. Anyways, we have a company that, pers- you know, oversees all of that and uh, tells us who they are anyway. And uh, we had this one gentleman fun and he was, <laughs> I don't know if you know anything about Airbnb, but they're super hosts. Yeah, and yeah, to become yeah. a super host, it's a big deal. And um, we sent the letter to the homeowner and said, you're renting your home. The guy wrote us back and said, no, I'm not. We sent another letter and said, you're renting your home. He was so ticked off. He came in the office and blessed us out and said, I am not renting my home. I have a renter in there. He's been there for three years. And I ha- here's my lease. And he threw it at me. That's not very nice behavior. Well, then I... What's the least he could do? <laughs> Funny. Um, I, just, I just politely handed over the Airbnb ad and I said, is that your renter? Nice. He said, yeah, that's John or whatever. His name Are was. you super he host, said, Dale? I said, he's a super host in your home. <laughs> is this your fireplace? Is this your... Yeah. And uh, I don't know whatever happened to John, the super host, but um, yeah, his, <laughs> that's his, like- his, his, the owner of the property was not very happy. And ultimately, the owner is responsible for these tourist taxes. And I could see where super host John had been running for the last three years. Wow. Hey, I mean, if that guy could just direct that entrepreneurship in a positive way. Right. All he had to do was pay the tourist tax Mm -hmm. and we never would have probably contacted the owner. (laughs) The owner never would have known. Um, So take note, all you super hosts, you stealth super hosts out there. Right. Pay, pay the tax, pay the tax. So we're going to tattletale to the owner. Uh, <laughs> the ghost horse. And, and this applies to whether you're renting the entire house or just a room. That's correct. Mm-hmm. It's a pass-through tax. If you stay overnight, you have to pay it. It's 5% of the gross sales. It's 5%. And it's, you know. Well, 5 plus 7. Well, the that's se- the, the state. Seven, you get mad at the state. The, <laughs> yeah, the state gets the 7%. So right. during during break, you mentioned uh, year-to-date how many dollars that's in, that involves. That's currently our fiscal year ends in uh, the last the last day of September. But uh, currently, year-to-date, we've collected three point seven, just over $3.7 million for Flagler County. Okay, and that goes to the Tourist Development Council... That's correct. Uh, Amy Lukasik, who's going to be our, our guest next week to talk about their programs and what they do with all of this money. So this will, this will be but, three, three weeks related. Right. So this this will be just over $4 million uh, by the end of the year. And that's $4 million coming into this community um, that us as Flagler County residents are not having to pay it. Wow. What are we going to do with it? money. Well, Amy will tell you that next week. Ooh, all right. Cliffhanger. <laughs> um, if, if someone is going to rent, they should obviously follow the rules. How, what are the rules? How, what is the first step they should do and then second, third steps? If they get to, to the first to step, right. I'll hold their hand through the rest. And the first step is to call me. 
Shelly <laughs> at the tax collector's office, and I will walk you through the rest. But uh, really, so two things. If you're going to rent in Flagler County, there's two things. You have to have a local business tax receipt, and you have to have a tourist tax account. The local business tax receipt, we have not increased our fees in Flagler County. You can thank your county commissioners in over 50 years. So if you have a business in Flagler County, you pay the same business tax price today as you would 50 years ago. And currently for short-term rentals, that's $7.50. So you have to apply for that and you pay annually per year Mm $7.50. But in order to get that, we that's where the compliance comes in. We make sure you're registered with the state and, and all of those things. The second piece is to get your tourist tax account set up. And it's free to set it up, but that's essentially the vice in which you use to file and pay your tax return, either quarterly or monthly. And you can do that on, online? It's all online, 100%. Sounds like a lot of paperwork, Shelly. Well, but that's why the easiest step is just to call me, okay. and I'll walk you through the rest. Great. That sounds easy. Yeah. Enough. Call me, and, and, and we help you with all of it. We have a great team. It's not just me. It's me. Um, there's several of us in the office. Are you all great? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. We, we take your money with a smile. I told you that last week. <laughs> so... Uh, you have ways of checking on people. You have, yes. uh, you've got this third-party company that monitors ads that go up during the midnight hours and come back down again during the day when you might be looking. Which sounds advanced, but I have a suspicion that it's really a, a dude with like a monster energy drink in front of his laptop at like one thirty in the morning scouring Craigslist. I think that's what it used to be, but... I don't know. Technology's gotten pretty you savvy. Got AI, dude. AI replaced that <laughs> right. kind of show. And now he's got a third party. What is that? Chat GPT? Yeah. Something? Yeah. That's artificial. I've always said that all art- all intelligence is artificial. <laughs> <laughs> Even before computers. So then uh, once you're on to somebody, is there like a grace period? You forgive their first sin? Oh, sure. So we always take the approach that you just didn't know. And we're we're educating our residents, um, the intent is not to stick it to you, but we're assuming you just didn't know. Which so is ed- understandable. I mean, a lot of right. people just see and how easy Airbnb is and they do right. they, you can do a whole thing on well, the Well, and Airbnb and a lot of those online platforms say that they, they um, collect the taxes for you. When in reality, I need everybody in Flagler County to know, we do not have an agreement with any online platform. Uh, so... They none of those folks collect the taxes for Flagler County, hmm. oh, that's and that's that's between those platforms and the Board of County Commissioners. We don't make and, that decision. And the different companies have uh, they provide different levels of service. Airbnb is really just a a uh, sales platform. I mean, it's just a a, a booking site, and they ha- they have ratings and such too. But they they don't uh, inspect the properties. They don't. Right. Uh, and then, uh, like Steve Milo's company goes all the way. They they do, they advertise and book the res- the renters. They clean the house. They fix anything that breaks. And, and we have they all manage, kinds. They manage the property, and, yep. and there's everything in between. Yeah, we have property managers. We have homeowners. We have hotels, motels, mom and pops, Airbnbs. We we have it all. Single room condos, campgrounds, we have it all. But if I get caught cheating, I'm going to pay. 
One way or the other, yep. yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, <laughs> uh, what is the name of your website and, and what phone number? Why don't you it's give us the, that information? It's the Flagler County Tax Collector's Office, and it's www.flaglertax.com. Or you can call me at 386-313-4160. Okay, good. Well, Shelly, we'll have you back every year because this is always an interesting topic. I get a lot of, uh, as I did about last week's show, a lot of positive feedback. So we appreciate your coming here. We appreciate what you do. Thank you very much. Thank you. Got any parting words, Mr. Walkman? Shelly just gave her phone number out. Do not prank call it. I do not <laughs> condone people uh-huh. prank calling anybody. And I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's not a great use of anybody's time. A, thank, a couple, a couple you. might be welcome. I mean, just a thank, couple, thank maybe. Thank you for for that Walkman. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's it's her work number. <laughs> okay, we got to run now, folks. I'm Toby Tobin, and I approve this show. <laughs> <laughs>